everyone welcome back to the urban youth my name is brandon as you all know unless you're new here and i just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and you know constantly whether it's you know you're following me on instagram you're reposting on your snapchat story or even to the people who have came up to me and wanted to you know be a guest and dive into some deep conversation uh, for this podcast i think that it's amazing and i'd love to you know dive into deep conversation with people so there's a lot you know to come and I just want to say today's episode is kind of going to be a little mini series just because there is a lot of a lot to unpack a lot of experiences that need to be shared so definitely there's going to be more episodes about this specific topic now as you all can tell from the title of this podcast this episode is college while black part one So basically, I just want to give a little background on like where my perspective is coming from. So my school is an HSI, Hispanic serving institution, meaning, you know, majority of the kids are Hispanic. The racial um, breakdown kind of is basically 35% of my school is Hispanic, 29.7% is white, 21.4% is black, 4.67% Asian, and 2% other, meaning, you know, American Indian, well, Native American, Alaska Native, Pacific Islander, two of them are races, all that, right? So, and, oh, and my school is in New York, but I'm not originally from New York, so I just want to say that. But let's just, you know, dive right in. So one thing that I've noticed, at least with my experience, is like, there's just something about black people. I don't know, like, if, if you, you guys feel this way, but it's just, like, black people, like, it's, like, we always just seem to come together. Like, you know, when you're in a room with, like, you know, majority white people, and you see that one black person, and you just, you know, give them the nod, like, what's up? Like, I see you. Or, like, you know, when you're just in a group, and it's just, like, you just slowly start to gravitate. Or I remember even my first night out in um, New York City, literally like slowly but surely all the black people at this party all just like came together in one little group i don't know what that is with us i think it's like a form of comfort because like we know like we have each other type of thing which like i don't want it to sound like bad like we don't want to hang out with white people because obviously like i'm open to hanging out with anybody but i don't know i think it's just we kind of bond over a shared experience that you know we have even like you know whether it's you know, at school, at a work environment, you know, in all places, I feel like we just come together over that bond that we have over a shared experience. So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, also like DM me on Instagram or, you know, if you know me personally, like, you know, just text me just to see, you know, I want to see if it's just me who feels that way, because I was actually talking to a friend of mine and we were discussing how like we all slowly came together and like a lot of the black students on my campus, at least all at least know each other or like if they don't like they're probably new, but like we'll probably know them by like the end of this year. And, you know, just want to say my um, my roommate actually is black, which like I didn't choose him because he was black, but I chose, you know, we chose each other because, you know, we're good friends like that. But yeah, so we always end up just like coming together and like, you know, obviously I'm going to make friends outside of my race. You know, I'm I'm just acknowledging how many black students often graduate towards each other because of that shared experience that we have. 
Well, I'm obviously going to make friends outside of my race, but let's talk about an interracial friendship, right? Because I feel like when having an interracial friendship, it's important that you, you know, have conversations about race just to see where they stand. But let me explain more about, you know, what I mean when I say that. I'm saying that I'm not saying that they have to be raging activists and in the streets at every single protest that there is. That would be nice. But I'm not saying that they have to be, you know, raging activists and only post about that on social media. But what I am saying is they need to be able to acknowledge, you know, they need to be able to acknowledge their privilege in society and they need to be allies. And one thing that I'm proud to say is like all of my non-black friends I know are allies, which like that's just a securing feeling because it's just like they're not going to be the type to not see color. They're not going to be the type to, you know, try to minimize your struggles or make it look like your struggles you know aren't there or that you know black people don't have a different experience in this country like I have a friend I have a white friend and she you know she completely 100% understands her privilege she understands you know that black lives do matter she understands that that's not a political issue that is a human rights issue and that people's lives shouldn't be voted on or treated as a trend she doesn't treat it as a trend she understands her privilege and she's used her privilege you know even in class when we spoke about you know topics that we were passionate about you know she used the time to speak about police brutality now did people in the class get mad about that absolutely but we didn't care because you know topics obviously topics like racism are gonna make some people uncomfortable why i don't know i don't know why you know ending racism is such a controversial issue in society when it shouldn't be but i digress but i just want to talk about you know some tips about you know with dealing with interracial friendships because I feel like, you know, maybe growing up, there has been times where, you know, as black people, well, some black people, you know, kind of let things slide in order to be friends with somebody because, you know, like you might like the person, but some of their, you know, some of the things that they might say or, you know, whatever. So I'm just going to be speaking about like my experience with that. And I'm just going to be honest and, you know, talk about some of the things that I stupidly let slide when I shouldn't have let that shit slide and now I don't let that shit slide because I realized listen like I need somebody who if they're gonna be my friend they need to be my friend wholeheartedly they need to understand like you know I am black in America and you know my experience is different than you know somebody who is white so let me just talk about some things that I let slide one thing that I would let slide is, well, not let slide, but like somebody said it to me and I didn't say anything. So I guess that could be like letting that shit slide. But anyways, you know, somebody, they just complimented my skin and I was just like, oh, you know, thank you. Da, da, da. They're like, yeah, like your skin, like, you know, it's, it's right. It's right. It's perfect. You know, it's not too light. It's not too dark. You know, you're not dark. And it's just like, I don't like, is that supposed to be a compliment? Like. I just don't get that because saying that my, you know, giving me, trying to give me a compliment based off the fact that I'm not, you know, dark skinned 
that's not, I don't take that as a compliment because, you know, while, you know, I know I'm not, you know, I'm brown skinned, I'm not dark skinned, but like, there's nothing wrong with being dark skinned. So you shouldn't have to try to say, oh yeah, your skin's not, you know, you're not dark skinned. So your skin is fine. No, that is not a compliment because, you know, dark skin, I'm sorry, dark skinned, dark skin is amazing. And I just hate how people who are dark, like dark skinned people are treated in society and in the black community like you know with colorism which colorism will definitely be a topic i'm not just gonna act like it doesn't exist because it definitely does but let's let's continue and also i want to say that you know with those type of compliments or even the compliments of oh well you know like you're a different type of black person like remember in the movie um the hate you give when star was talking to you know whoever Sabrina Carpenter's um, character's name was. I think her name was Maya or something. And, you know, she was saying, oh, like, you know, you're basically one of the good ones. You shouldn't be friends with people like that because there are a lot of people who will be friends. They, they like black, they don't like black people. They just like you. And this is the problem with that because there will be these people who will say they're allies who will say this, that, and the third to, you know, appeal to their black friends. The whole time, you know, they're, they, you know, they'll go around saying, oh yeah, they're uncomfortable around too many black people. Like if they're around too many black people, they start to get uncomfortable. And it's just like, why is that? Because I remember back when I was in high school, you know, way back when, when I was in high school, I was having a conversation with somebody and he was like, oh yeah, like this girl, you know, she said, like, she doesn't want to go to this party or some, no, it wasn't a party. I forgot what it was, but she didn't want to go somewhere, like, just to an event that was being held on campus because there was too many black people. Like, you know, she's uncomfortable around too many black people. But this is the same one. One of her best friends, so-called best friends, is black. So it's just like, how are you going to say that somebody who's black is your best friend, but you're going to be so uncomfortable around too many black people and that's what i'm talking about like as like black people like we shouldn't be friends with somebody who isn't who doesn't see us in our entirety like you know if they like i'm sorry they need to be able to see your black because if they don't see your blackness they don't see you like that's just you know but also let's talk about you know schools and how they deal with it because one thing that I feel like all, you know, if you're somebody who's, you know, getting ready to go into college, I feel like one thing that you need to do, especially if you're black, is like, you know, look into if there has been any, you know, racist experiences, you know, reach out to like, you know, the school's black student union, reach out to the, you know, to different, you know, black people who go to the school to just ask. Because I remember um a good friend of mine actually was you know going through all of her options this was a while ago but was going through all of her options for colleges and she reached out to you know the black students who went there and asked them you know what is it like being a black student on campus and while that may be like an uncomfortable conversation to have these conversations have to be necessary because you know like i said in my you know n-word podcast black students go to college we learn we don't go to college to experience racism and we shouldn't have to experience that because that can take a lot on mental health but we'll get more into that
anyways, so she, you know, reached out to, you know, several students at several schools, and some of the responses that she got was, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's not that bad person me, I haven't experienced some, to all the way to, no, like, it is definitely, like, you know, the blackies hang out with each other, which, you know, isn't bad, but the reason why, like, you know, it's because none of the white kids, they do not, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, they do not, they are racist, you know, like, they do not, they don't even want to be in the same classroom as us sometimes, so it's just, like, things like that, because, like, you don't want to, you don't want to go through that, <clears throat> excuse me, but, like, you don't want to go through that in college, and, like, some of the responses that she got was even, don't even come here, like, I'm just here to get my degree, and, like, I'm just here because, like, I'm basically stuck here, and, you know, I'm just gonna finish, but, like, I would not recommend for a black student to come here. And do you know how, like, sad that is? Because, you know, and I don't want anybody to, like, see this and be like, oh, so you're just gonna, you know, play the victim, because I just know, like, there's, you know, there's gonna be people from my school who are just waiting for any chance to try to, you know, debunk anything that I'm saying. But, you know, I'm not saying this to try to, you know, play the victim card or anything. But I'm just saying this because, you know, like, black people, we shouldn't have to, we shouldn't have to worry about, okay, well, let's, you know, let me think. Because this is an, you know, like, if somebody was applying to a PWI, they shouldn't have to think, you know, okay, well, you know, let me, because this school is 70% white, so let me, you know, see what what the school reaches out like what happens at this school in regards to race like what happens what happens um when it's like a big scandal versus like you know little bitty things like you know my school they handled you know my situation with n-word i feel like they handled it correctly which i am you know glad about and then there's also been incidents at my school i'm not going to get too deep into it but, you know, I read on my school's, you know, Black Student Union Instagram page how this girl, she was black. She was rooming with, with a white girl. And she was watching, you know, KKK documentaries and stuff like that. And they would constantly make, you know, rumors to make everybody dislike her. And, you know, it's on my school's um, Black, Student Union, Black Student Union page. So if you go to my school, like, you know, just look it up on Instagram and you'll see it. I'm not going to say my school just because, you know, whatever. But, yeah, so it's just, like, things like that is really, like, you know, it's just things that you have to watch out for, which, honestly, though, like, I understand, like, I feel like if I wasn't going to my school right now, because, like, I am happy at my school, but if I wasn't going to my school right now, I would go to an HBCU just because, in my opinion, I feel like that is a space where you can just be unapologetically black. And I feel like, you know, you can learn about, you know, you can learn, you know, deeper into black history. And I feel like, you know, just you don't have to have that pressure of because as we all know, like, I feel like as black people, like we know, like the pressure of having to, you know, be twice as good just to get some some amount of credit. You know, me and my roommate were actually having a conversation about one of my teachers my teacher last year, I've only had one professor, you know, this is my second year at my school, but I've only had one black professor. And her resume was top tier. Her resume was, I believe, the best out of any teacher at this school that I've had. But like, she barely got her the credit that she deserved. 
Like, she was the only one that I can look up on Google and, like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to keep that part in. But, like, it's not any disrespect to any of my other teachers because my other teachers, their resumes are amazing as well. But it's just, like, my black, you know, my black teacher, she, her resume was just amazing. It was just purely amazing. And the amount of credit that she got when being brought up into conversations, it's just, there was definitely a disconnect there, which I just didn't like. So now I just want to talk about, you know, how, like, the mental stress, which what I was talking about with being, you know, a black college student, because I feel like it's kind of overlooked, you know, well, mental health, I feel like in general for black people is overlooked, but also like with like, you know, like the the black college experience, because as we all know, you know, you have to work twice as hard to get, you know, any recognition which I have a story about, but I'm not going to get into it just because it's, you know, it's not my business. But I'm going to talk about some other things. So, as we all know, like, we've seen in the media, we've seen, you know, on TikTok, Twitter, probably even at your own campus. Because I've definitely seen it at my own campus. Where, you know, one black person will, like, be in the wrong for something, something minor. And then white people will take it upon themselves to automatically justify their anti-blackness. We've all seen it. Like, there'll be, like, one black person who, like, does something or, like, you know, maybe, or, oh my gosh, like, you know, there's a fight video and, you know, two of the people happen to be black. Oh, well, this is why I can't support Black Lives Matter. Da, 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 this and the third. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Huh? Da, 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 da. And, you know, like, they'll just do everything that they can to justify their anti-blackness and their racism just because of an incident of one black person doing something. Or if one black person, you know, uses a slight bit of accent. Oh, see, all black people are unprofessional. Like, they'll try to, you know, generalize all black people off of one black person's, you know, actions when the action might not even be that, you know deep well we know for them we know for you know racist at least they'll use any little incident because you know that like a black person can be unjustly killed and they'll look back to when that person had lunch detention back in like the sixth grade to try to justify it because the lengths that these people will go to justify the anti-blackness is crazy y'all but yeah it's just like that because you know like just the struggle of you know making sure that you're not because it's not like we have to please the white, you know, white people. I don't feel like it's, you know, black people's job to please white, white people. But it is just because, like, you know, like, you don't want to, like, you don't want to hold, like, you know, others, you know, other black college students back because, you know, of something. And even if it's something minor, but, like, I feel like as black people, we understand, like, we understand that, like, one little thing for us could like you know make them you know justify their justify their anti-blackness and their racism and see all other black college you know black students some way i don't know if like what i'm saying is like i don't know if it's making sense i feel like i'm explaining it wrong but like you guys get like basically what i'm saying is how like white people will see one incident of you know a black person like you know doing something and then they'll justify the anti-blackness like that's basically just like my point so it's just like you know trying to be you know so calm cool and collected all the time to try to not you know set that off and have them you know 
basically try to justify the anti-blackness again i don't know if that's coming off the right way but yeah just let me know and then i can just explain more so yeah but back you know other racist experiences that i feel like has happened because like even my mom now my mom is not from america my mom was born and raised in nassau bahamas shout out to all my bahamians but yeah so my mom was born and raised in nassau bahamas uh you know majority black country and i'm you know so but then you know she came over here and somebody spray painted like a nazi symbol on her door and it's just like she shouldn't have had to gone through that like you know what i'm saying like black students shouldn't have to go through racism and black students shouldn't have to be told to just get over it because we shouldn't have to go through it period and i feel like that's something that people try to ignore is you know like the experience that black college students have with race that's just something that i feel like people try to ignore because they'll just be like oh like just get over it just get over it." when it's just like black people shouldn't have to just get over it, it you know it shouldn't be happening but I feel like in society, we've been, people have tried to condition to where, oh yeah, black people are going to experience racism and they're just going to have to get over it. Because like, you know, at least they're not slaves anymore. Well, no, like we should like, yes, we're not slaves anymore, but there's still inequality. There's still systemic oppression and black people shouldn't have to go through that because at the end of the day, we went through all this just for being black, bro. Like that is like, that is the craziest shit. Like, every time I ever think about race, race and racism, like, the amount of shit that black people would go through just because we are black, like, that is crazy. Like, the amount of systemic oppression that there is, like, just because we're black. And the fact that black people's lives are voted on and are a political issue is so concerning to me. But anyways, so I just wanted to, you know, speak on that. And back to what I was saying about interracial friendships, you know, you need to make sure that your friends are allies to black people. You need to make sure that your, you know, your non-black friends are allies to you and they hear you and they hear your voice. They hear your experiences and they are willing to fight for you because that's for any of my friends who aren't black. That's a requirement. I'm sorry. Like you need to be able to see me in my entirety. You need to be able to see my blackness. You need to be able to see my culture. You need to be able to see me 100%. So that, you know, this is kind of the end. I This is kind of just like an intro episode just to what we would be diving deeper into later in conversation. Just because there's, you know, like I said, a lot to unpack with this. But I just wanted to make a kind of intro episode to this little mini series. So I'm kind of looking forward to, you know, talking because I feel like, you know, probably the next episode within the series is going to be more in depth with you know stories that have happened and then i'm going to you know speak to other college students other black college students around my school so if you're listening and like you would want to you know join on in on this conversation please like don't hesitate to like dm me on instagram at the dot urban youth or if you have my you know private number whatever you could just text me on there whatever so i definitely going to be reaching out to other black college students just so that we can get more perspectives so that it's not just my perspective that i'm speaking out about when i'm talking about a black college student experience because you know that experience everybody's experience is different even within one's own school 
So I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And yeah, I will see you guys next time. Please, you know, please subscribe. You know, it's this podcast is available everywhere as you know, where you're ever you're listening to it right now. So please be sure to follow me on Instagram and always, you know, once you're done listening, always, I always, you know, encourage feedback, you know, whether you liked something, you know, whether you feel like I should have addressed the topic more, because if you feel like I should have, don't, dip, uh, I don't know how to say the word, if you feel like I should have gotten deeper into a topic, then that is something that I can definitely do because, you know, I want this to be a representation of our voices because I feel like as like people, people of color too, you know, our voices can be under underrepresented so i want this to be a space where we are represented so thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys next time thank you guys so much bye bye